Celebrating 15 years of this beloved fooler. Uh, who decided that one little trash bag was going to be enough to catch all this urine? And Jim's a big guy, too. Well, here I go, because I'm not holding any longer. Hey, you're moving. Yeah, baby. You're moving the bag. Yeah. There he goes. Okay, cut it off, cut it off, cut it off. Get on the bag, get on the bag. Get on the bag. Oh, my God. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Welcome back. Good to see you. You look refreshed after a three-day weekend. Jeff and Jeremy here. Yeah, I don't want to uh, be a, a whiner on this one, but I'm going to be a whiner on this one. Okay. Already, now, huh? You can't wait? I mean, okay, let's listen, go. Let's get it. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. Listen, it was another hectic weekend with the rain and everything, and I'm sick of it. I, I, I've told you. I've expressed my concern. You want to go back uh, how far back I've been concerned about about uh, it raining every Lopez is at 50%. I haven't seen that in over a decade. Now, I know you don't like the rain. It's inconvenient for you, but we need it. The reservoirs are full. This is amazing. Lake Kachuma over the weekend was spilling water over its spillway. That hasn't mm-hmm. happened forever. I don't even know how okay. far back you would go. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm happy Be positive. Be positive. I, Spin I, it, I want Jeff. to, I want to go back 16 years ago when we uh, came here to interview for this job. We came here on a weekend in early January. That weekend in early January, it was 75, 80. And it was really sunny. nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, and and, and, um, and like, it was okay. green. You know why? Because they had a lot of rain that year. Yeah. And we, get... we drove out on 46 West at the top there, and we were looking towards the oh, ocean. You man. could see the rock. You could, everything was green. It's it looked gorgeous. like Ireland. I, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. We just came from Detroit. Or not Detroit. Um, might as well be. Same difference. Same, Same difference. difference. Uh, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, Michigan, where it was awful. Cold, snowy, dirty. It's like when so, the snow melts and the gravel starts to show and it's just grungy looking everywhere. To, to paradise. To, to so Fantasy every- Island is what I was thinking at the time. So everybody is super happy at the fact that the rain is stopping. And like today, there's only like a 15% chance of rain. Right. It's part, partly cloudy and likely sunny. And then you go out, you extrapolate all the way to the end of the month. And there is no, there is, uh, there's a, a, a small chance for rain towards the very end of the month. But it's not, you know, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing too crazy. Um, and it's sunny every day. And I'm like, okay, that's, I can get on board with that after what we've just dealt with. But then, I'm saying not so fast, my friend, because there's not a one of those days in there anywhere. There's not one of those 75 degree days. There's not even a. <laughs> I remember oh, the week that we moved here. It was the first week of February. We were sweating. We had yeah, we had like record highs. It was like in the mid 80s, and I was like, "This is a place for for me." And then uh, that all shut down, and then it rained until April. Um, after that, uh, but. That's what I don't mind about the weather here is we will get that kind of a uh, boost, like, you know, like a three-day stretch where it's like, it's amazing. Well, that's not in the forecast, and I'm concerned. Well, I As mean, we're, we see 60s, I mean, you know, mid-60s. I mean, uh, the biggest, the, the best thing that we've got going for us is Saturday, and that's 65, and then after that, it's just... <laughs> And that's not good enough, okay? I want a little bit more than 65. With You my, know, you're going to be bitching this summer when California. it's 110 in Paso. No, ne- I never complain when it's 110. <laughs> yes, you I do. I never do. I never, ever. Oh, my I've God, never, this heat. Oh. 
When oh. the air conditioner goes out, that's when I complain. Yes, but I I don't I do not complain when it is 110. No way, no how, my friend. Uh uh-uh. uh. So what fun things did you do with the family over the weekend in the rain? A lot of indoor activities, and I'm bo- sick of it. Some board games, like play some hide and seek. You don't understand. Last week, how ready I was for school to start back up. When Monday came around, because you got three weeks now, uh-huh. and you're like, and it's just like your kids are constantly, constantly in your face. I was like, yes, school starts back up, and school started back up for exactly one hour, and then it went back down for two days, and I'm like, no, Tuesday, we're Tuesday. back. Tuesday of last week, I mean, yeah. like, my kids are looking at me, I'm looking at them, everybody's disgusted with each other, and I'm just like, don't and worry. What are you doing next week? Tomorrow. What are you doing this upcoming Monday and Tuesday? You're taking a couple of days off at the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe you'll be home free after that. All right, Ringo Starr, he is coming back to the Vino Robles Amphitheater. And uh, thank goodness, because everybody was excited about Ringo Starr and his all-star band. We have tickets all this week. Know the show. You can win tickets to that. That comes up at 940 this morning. You want more information on the show? Get to KZOZ.com. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. We got your Ringo Star tickets. He's coming back to Vino Robles, KZOZ.com for more information. But be with us coming up at 940 this morning. If you know the show, you're going to go. Okay, so if there's, uh, like, chickens are being devastated, why aren't we switching to, like, a different a different egg, that like, like birds that aren't being devastated? Like duck like, eggs? Let's go, or ostrich. Let's just go ostrich. Oh, my God, those things are huge. You can't have those. Can you tell the difference between the taste of an ostrich egg and a, the taste of an egg? Like, like, why not just buy one and cook them up for your whole family and then, like, keep the leftovers in the... In the refrigerator. Like, seriously, the other night, I was heading home late. I was out report, recording a podcast, and I was heading home late, and uh, my wife's like, uh, we're going to start your dinner for you um, when you get to Templeton. And I was like, okay. She's like, we're doing breakfast for dinner tonight. And I was like, don't do breakfast for dinner. That stuff's expensive, man. I said, And I said to her, I said, you know what? You guys go ahead and eat the eggs. I'm going to have some leftovers because... You know, you got to cut back where you can cut back at. And nobody, I know none of you people are going to eat those leftovers. So I'll go for the, I'll go for the lasagna. You guys go. Yes, ahead I am it. the same way. Nobody eats leftovers at my house, and the holidays are my favorite because there's so much leftovers. Everybody's like, well, "What are we going to eat?" I go, "I'm going to eat leftovers," and then yeah. they're ordering pizza and everything. But then they don't eat all the pizza. So what happens the next? Yeah. Like, I get leftovers. It's the leftover rollover. Right now, I've got. Uh, I've got a lasagna. I've got some lasagna I can have uh, in there, and then what else is? What was the other thing? Oh, jeez, man, the chicken, uh, chicken chimichangas. It was great. Chicken chimichangas. I got a big ham left over from Christmas Eve that I'm gonna. I got in the freezer and uh, the bone and everything. I'm gonna throw it in the crock pot with a bunch of beans and make some. Hell yeah. some ham hock bean things. 
whatever. But yeah, the chickens, uh, there's, apparently there's a flu or influenza for the birds. So the big reason prices are really soaring right now is because of the avian influenza outbreak or bird flu. Yeah. Essentially, it's been going on since the start of 2022, and it's the deadliest Liar. outbreak of all time. And it's led to the death of nearly 58 million birds. We've been listening to this bird flu thing for 20 years, okay? And but there is there is a difference. I went to the grocery store and I bought the last carton of eggs and it was one of those big 18 packs and I looked at it going, "Why is this still here?" <laughs> you know, like the entire shelf had been wiped out except for this last carton. So I opened them up. I'm looking at them. I'm making sure none of them are broken. I'm like, "All right, so I bought them. I ate them and I seem to be okay." But yeah, it's uh, hard to get eggs right now. Okay, so I want to ask you this question. If it's hard to get eggs right now, how come Costco's rotisserie chicken, with the big chicken shortage that we have, how come Costco's rotisserie chicken's four ninety nine still? Because Costco, Costco is, is, did you ever know that you're my hero, Costco? You're everything <laughs> that I want you to be. The hot dog is still $1.50, Jeff. You don't think pork's gone up? Come on. Beef's gone up? But- but this is it. This has impacted everything because fifty-eight million chickens have died. Well, they're not impacting everything because Costco's still doing four ninety-nine. I don't know how they do it. They just chicken. they just suck it up, you know, like most of us should. Costco should be a great example for all of you weak people out there. Suck it up, get through the hard times, and it'll get better. Or the people that lie uh, about their about the fact that oh well we're gonna have to raise the price of eggs to six dollars a carton because you know there's a flu out there. Um, Chickens are dancing everywhere today. They're like, yeah, leave us alone. The Kramer State Wines poll question of the day is, uh, are you eating less eggs as a result of the price increase? Uh, Yeah, that stuff's a delicacy or no, uh, I can't quit them. They're too good. Let us know uh, by logging on to KZOZ.com and uh, still some tickets available, I think, for Wanted. Uh, I, we're going to talk to Jerry. He's, he's I call him Jerry Bon Jovi because he's the lead singer of Wanted. And uh, and you can't call him John Bon Jovi because that's John Bon Jovi, but his name's Jerry. So we're going to be talking to him a little bit later on this week. Maybe he could sing a song for the chickens. Wanted, scrambled or poached. No, scambled. Sc- Jeremy, scrambled. Scrambled or, or poached. F- or fried. Come or on. Or fried. Scrambled or fried. Oh, yeah, fried is better. Better than poached. <laughs> Careful. You don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Don't know if you saw it over the weekend on CBS Sunday morning. Pamela Anderson sat down and she said that she's never seen the tape that she made with Tommy. The tape, did the tape make her famous? Yeah, I don't believe it either. Uh, did the tape make her famous or did her career make her famous? Or was it a combination of both? I think she was famous prior to the tape. I think the, the, the tape probably added some to the pile of famousness. But, I mean, she was, she was a very famous Playboy model, if not the most famous Playboy model of the 90s, and that yeah. includes Anna Nicole Smith. You know, I mean, I, I, who was fam- more famous, Pamela Anderson or Anna Nicole Smith? Pam, I would and, say Pam, yeah. Yeah, and then Baywatch and all that stuff. So I think she was famous prior to that. The but, funny thing But she about was naked this is, first, right? I mean, she's, it's not like, I mean, I realize there was more going right. on in the tape than posing exactly. it's not for like, photos, but. Right, right. Yeah, it's not like, you know, you have, I mean, now you didn't see everything going on, but, you know. I mean, you saw you saw her n- nude everywhere. You just didn't see um, Tommy. 
which remember the story was right. it was stolen and distributed. I think Tommy mm -hmm. spread it on purpose. That's maybe I, I still think so. Uh, anyways, here she is, a uh, snippet from yesterday, if you missed it. That it was stolen property. That it was two crazy naked people in love. I mean, we were naked all the time and filming each other and being silly, but those tapes were not meant for anybody else to see. And I've not seen it to this day. It was very hurtful. Weren't they on like a party barge or something? Or they were on some sort of big boat? There's a boat on a lake somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, uh, from I mean, we I all have those remember. moments, you know. I mean, the good news is I would be devastated if my videos ever got out because nobody wants to see what I look like naked. But they were two people that were in shape that had nice bodies. And, you know, so, I mean, I don't see what the big deal is. We're all adults. I Did you say this was CBS Sunday morning? That, that <laughs> yeah, I know, they're getting like, crazy. Like, I've watched that show before, and it's like they're usually talking to, like, professors and artists and like who got that assignment and and when did cbs decide to go tmz yeah no kidding right i mean i guess they're starting to feel the pressure and jane Pauley is like we got to step up our game jane Pauley was the one interviewing her uh no no it was, oh, okay. it was somebody else but jane Pauley is the main host of the show and the producer they of the show sent she's the one that's been you know i mean god charles i mean charles odkins would be rolling over in his grave right now if they were showing this video on cbs on. sunday morning is, is charles osgood dead i think he is because i heard the a commercial osgood with files him. i i heard a commercial with him the other day oh and, then maybe uh, he's not dead i don't know i thought no he, but no but no I, he might be because i thought at the time i heard the commercial um and i was thinking oh is he still alive because for the longest time they would no that can't be it no that does a different charles osgood <laughs> Oh, Charles Osgood is still alive. Yeah, he's okay. 90 years old, though. For God's sakes, he's... Okay, so um, he... Uh... What Charles okay, Osgood so, are you talking about? So, I mean, there's Charles Osgood, the Osgood Files. No, there was oh, one that was Osgood. a... Hold on a second. There's one that... Um, psycholinguistics. He's the, he's, the, uh, he's the one credited with early development of, of psycholinguistics. That's the Charles Osgood that comes up first when you Google search it. But um, I, for a long time, uh, I would watch the morning news when I was getting ready to come in. And, um, oh, God, what's her name? Uh, on, on Raymond. Um, uh, Deborah Messing. The, mo the mother. The mother. No, Deb Deborah Messing. Oh, no, Deborah, <laughs> Deborah something. No, it's, it's not. Yes, yes, it is. Her name is... Marie, what's her name? What's Marie's oh, oh, name? Oh, Marie? Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about Ray's wife. No, uh, I don't know. It's Deborah on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marie from Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm not really sure. Um, she passed away. Yeah, well, and they were a few years ago. Still, yeah, yeah, it was several years ago. And Doris and Roberts. Were, Doris Roberts. They were running a PSA that she had for some charity, and she'd be like, "Hi, this is Doris Roberts," and they ran it for like a couple years. Yeah. On the morning she, news, uh, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, she's dead. She went on to do uh, other things, obviously. She played this really rich woman who was uh, a heavy smoker uh, and in the hospital needing a lung and heart transplant on Grey's Anatomy. And she was just a real mean, mean woman because she had all this money, but nobody liked her. And so, and she thought everybody was trying to take her money. She's a great actress. She was, yeah. And she's great on Raymond, of course. My favorite is when Raymond... 
goes in to have his android anoids and androids what are those things in your throat i can't remember do you remember that it was in the later seasons he goes in to have these things removed like your tonsils and then he's not responding to the oxygen to come out of anesthesia and they all get freaked out for like 30 seconds and the doctor comes in and says oh he's fine but the but the mother marie she's not there she's in the bathroom nobody wants to tell her because she'll freak out well finally frank tells her when they're in bed that night and she goes running across the street in her pjs well deborah and uh, raymond are kind of getting frisky in the bedroom and she throws deborah out of the way and hugs ray and starts kissing him on the forehead you're talking about the very last episode my son loves that one i don't know why that's not the last episode yeah when he's when he's in the under the anesthesia that's the very last episode oh it is oh my god i didn't know that that season nine piss poor piss poor finale then he's fine that's it and that's how that was the last show that was the huh okay yeah very last episode now the reason why it was a very last episode is i think they were making like over a million dollars per episode everybody on that cast and cbs was like okay enough <laughs> it's a good show but we can't afford to keep it going uh stick around coming up uh we're going to be giving away some tickets to see ringo Starr today know the show nine forty, and they're yours at vina robles with kzoz details on the show at kzoz.com yeah Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. So are you watching uh, the show Yellowstone yet? Have you started? Have you made any no. attempt? No. Well, you know, it's like seriously like the most popular show in America. Kevin Costner just won his Golden Globe. It's so popular now. The Wall Street Journal just did a story on how people in cities, you know, L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, New York, Florida, like Miami, they're going around and they're dressing in Western wear like they're a cowboy rancher because they're, they're such big fans of the show. Remember when Nirvana became popular and flannel shirts oh, went from yeah. being 10 or 15 bucks to like 80, $90 at like Nordstrom because, you know, that was, you know, the thing. They yeah, but them. Western wear has always been expensive. Right. Because it's like, it's, it's, it's meant to be durable. Yeah, yeah. And you spend a lot of time outside and stuff like that with it. No, you can't get like a good deal on Western wear. Or you can, but, you know, it's, is it going to hold up? You get what you pay for. It. Uh, Wrangler has its own line of Yellowstone stuff. So if you want to, like, wear the stuff that, like, what they wear on the show, uh, I guess Wrangler can help you out with that. But it's mainly belt buckles, cowboy hats, and coats, you know. I'm trying to think what they wear on the show. It's uh, probably Carhartt. Carhartt's been around forever. Um, back in my cattle ranching days, I, I wore some Carhartt. I still have a Carhartt jacket. Actually, I have a couple. And, uh, but Carhartt is no more than just, you know, cowboy stuff. That's whatever. A lot of the women are trying to find the dresses that Beth wears. Beth is the daughter. Why? They want to be like trash bags? No, she doesn't look trashy. No, she doesn't look trashy. I mean, her mouth is trashy. She smokes and she drinks whiskey and she, you know, uses the F word more than I do. But she wears a nice dress? She can wear the hell out of a dress? Oh, she's got, yeah, she can wear a dress. Let me tell you, she looks I mean, I've seen a couple episodes of the show. Okay, a couple episodes. You know, she's she's, uh, she's Australian. She's the one that that stands out to me. Yeah, she's Australian um, or she's British or something. uh, And she changes her accent for the show. Um, Pretty interesting. Pretty good actress. Let's see. She's uh, where's where's it say she's from? Uh, Paris? Uh, is that right? No. Uh, uh, where is she from? Beth. I thought you said she was from Australia. Her name Beth. I, well, I thought she was Australian. Oh, Kelly Riley is that her name? Oh, Kelly Riley is her real name. And uh, I'm sorry, I just 
trying to find this. That's okay. We're doing she, a live show. She's English. <laughs> she's English. She's uh, she's she's not Australian. I didn't think she was. She's from the United Kingdom, and she's forty five. Hey, it looks good for forty five. Where's the hell out of that? Those dresses. I tell you that. I don't like them trashy. I can tell. You're like, yeah, she smokes, she drinks. <laughs> hey, we found it out, man. We found it out years ago. If she smokes, she pokes. <laughs> hey, let's do dumbass of the day. <laughs> Play high school football growing up. I don't like all those high school football movies, though. It's anything unrealistic. There's that one, Remember the Titans? It's like a high school football movie, but all it focuses on is like all the racial tension. Like half the guys are white, and half the guys are black. And they're really good, and they win all their games, but they don't like each other because they're so different. Because they're white, and they're black, and they're so different. Like, that's ridiculous. I play high school football in a small town in Indiana. We would love to have a black guy on our team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you are good. You can play wherever you want. I'm going to go learn how to kick. <laughs> Remember the kicker. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOC. Man, I saw this story over the weekend. I'm like, what? This guy's got to be the dumbest football coach in America. Texas high school. It's called Rockwall Heath High School. Head football coach there is now uh, on leave while a third party conducts an investigation to what he did. Like, with everything surrounding football and kids right now having heart problems and unexplicably dropping dead, this has got to be the worst possible idea. Several of his football players were hospitalized after they were forced to perform up to 400 push-ups oh in an gosh. hour. In an hour. That's a lot. That's rough. As punishment by their coach. One mother claims that her son was forced to do 300 to 400 uh, push-ups with no water breaks. Her son was hospitalized and diagnosed with... Stand by here because I'm going to mess this up. Rabdom... Elosis. That can cause kidney damage or kidney failure. At least eight students were hosp- hospitalized after the extreme workout. School learned it happened uh, last week, took immediate action. Uh, they're also taking uh, interim action, including but not limited to placing him on administration leave while the investigation is pending and notifying appropriate outside agencies. This guy doesn't keep his job, does he? Oh, no. No chance. I'll tell you right now, he's only been a football coach there for a year, so chances are he's not going to keep his job. Now, if he'd been the football coach, this is Texas, okay, if he'd been the football coach and they had won, uh, had winning records for 18 straight seasons, he might be keeping his job. It was 10 years ago he kept his job, but not not today, not with what's going on, not with how sensitive everybody is. Um, he doesn't have a chance. I remember when I was wrestling, and uh, this was a rec program. We had a really good program. We almost lost a match, and we hadn't lost a match in so long. Years, decades, and uh, pretty incredible. And we got our ass kicked. And I just remember the coach coming in, and he told the parents to leave. He says, you don't want to see this. <laughs> and there was a few parents that stayed. And they were, like, literally holding the doors shut so the moms couldn't come in and pull their kids out. And he was just working us. I mean, you know, just up-downs, push-ups, sit-ups, uh, up-downs, push-ups. I mean, it was – kids were crying. It was nuts. But 
I think he got the point across. We ended up just kicking some serious ass the rest of the year. I know it sounds... So it worked. Oh, it worked. worked. It totally worked. I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. It was it was pretty brutal. It was a two hour practice, and all and we guys, did all we did was up downs, push ups, jumping jacks, up downs. And there was there was there was always there was two coaches and about three parents that would dads that would step in and you know go around and yell at kids if they were giving up, if they were you know crying, if they were whatever. That keep going, you know. I remember my buddy's dad. He was. Uh, he was great because he was he was a motivator. He wasn't the jerk. There was other dads that were just like, you know, had the I'll beat your ass mentality and this guy was like, you can do it, you know. <laughs> this happened given uh, the timing. That, that kind of coaching just doesn't fly anymore. Giving the timing of of this taking place. This all happened last weekend, okay? Like the investigation of him getting into trouble that came down on Monday of last week. Um remember what happened? just the Monday before last weekend. And that was the DeMar Hamlin situation. Right. Like you would, how in your right mind would you think, okay, those kids are doing 400 push-ups in an hour. Yeah, if they're if they, no water breaks. I mean, come on, man, you're putting yourself in a bad, bad situation. That's really ill-advised. What an idiot. Um, his name is John Harrell. Uh, congratulations, John. You'll probably not be a, a football coach again. Uh, you're Jeff and Jeremy. Dumbass of the day. <laughs> it's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.